0: You fucking moron Namaste Hello everybody and welcome to Screen Share A movie podcast about Being a raw dog and that being okay because you're a competitor yeah Yeah. my name's calder my name's adam and this week on the show we're talking about the film from 2016 maybe probably should have yep it's from 2016 i looked it up i looked it up it's from 2016 dude classic year of our lord classic screen share adam doing the research for calder's movies Movies, everybody wants some. Two exclamation marks after that. Yeah. It was actually renamed later on to add the exclamation marks. Interesting. So um, theatrical release, it was just everybody wants some? And it did not do well on theatrical release. Kind of. Yeah. To be entirely honest, Yeah. until the movie began, I had no idea what this movie was or was about. <laughs> but I really like it. I like it, too. It's, it's probably one of my like top 20 Favorite movies. Really? Movies? I thought yeah. you were going to say comedies. And even that, I was like, that's high praise. I don't know if I'd go that far for me. Well, but, it's because like I kind of have that dog in me. And I'll, like all these guys have that dog in them as well. I, I do feel like the movie has a lot of very you humor. But also, it's not like a badly made movie. So. Well, I'm, maybe we're getting a little into this a little too early. <laughs> but it's because the director's like one of the great indie directors of the last 30 years, Richard mm. Linklater. Mm. You know him. Mm. You've heard of him. Mm. Is that a yes or a no? Or mm. A yes. Mm. School of Rock. Yep. Know that uh, one. Days and Confused. Yep. What else we got on here that I wrote down? The Before Trilogy, Before Midnight, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset. You ever seen those? Nope. They're good. I'd recommend them. Okay. Um. Boyhood. Good one. Bad News Bears. Okay and a bunch of other stuff. He did he did a uh, scanner darkly, that movie with Keanu Reeves where it's rotoscope animation. You oh, ever seen that? I've You've seen couple like things clip about it. it, yeah. Um another one recently, Apollo 10 and a half, where it's like kind of the same sort of thing as this where it's just kind of like describe, like showing people living. Yeah. Which is kind of his thing. Um but it's like it kind of just like really describes the minutia of like growing up in Texas in 1969 when they're trying to like land on the moon. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting, but also like kind of lost me. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, it's kind of <clears throat> surprising that this movie works. Yeah. Cause it even kind of worked with Hillary. I was watching it and she like came back, she got home for like the last half. Mm hmm. And she was like, I was like, I I got this movie to watch. You're probably not going to like it. And then she like sat down and started watching. And she like kind of got invested in it a little bit. And like, I don't know how he makes a movie with essentially no plot. Yeah, work. nothing really happens. <laughs> but like, that's kind of the best part. Well, because it's less about because I as soon as it started, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to follow this guy as he like joins this baseball team. And like the highs and lows of the baseball team, you assume. Well, because they talk so much about being like the best baseball in the country, team in the country, or something, the whole time. So like, I kept being like, "Oh, it's gonna be about like the trials and tribulation." Because and they keep like showing the personalities of these teammates, and I'm like, "Oh, that's gonna like pop up later when there's (laughs) like some stressful mid season stuff or something." Yeah, but like the season ends or the movie, movie ends, ends still like months before they play their first game <laughs> it's the first day of class the movie takes yeah. place over like 3 days from yeah. like a friday to a the monday yeah um it's great yeah well cuz the movie's less about like these guys being on a baseball team in college and it's more about like these guys being these guys in college. These guys being in college and, like, these guys' relationships with each other and also, like, them kind of, like, figuring themselves out while also trying to, like, fit into this college culture. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, they're all trying to be one thing but are also other thing. And but all like... of them are aware of each other's, like idiosyncrasies yeah it's just like a lot of like it's a very uh it's weird because it's a comedy and it's like really goofy and not very serious Mm -hmm. but it's like it's kind of just a character movie yeah no it is fully yeah because it's about the main guy played by blake jenner who (laughs) There's some stuff on him so, later. So that's... Is that what you were looking up? <laughs> yeah, like... there's a point where we were watching it called. like, Can you get, are you even watching the movie? And I was like, I'm looking up a thing. Because I, I thought I recognized him from Glee. Oh, yeah. And uh, I when Olivia and I were watching Glee, she was told me about Glee? him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I forget which season it was, but there's a season where they bring in like a bunch of new people and like a bunch of them got on the show through like a contest okay. apparently <laughs> where they like, glee like did a contest where it's like be on the show and he was one of the ones that got on whoa I think um, but he had a relationship with Melissa Benoist who's supergirl mm-hmm. and was also on Glee mm-hmm. um, and apparently he the she came forward with some domestic abuse allegations so seems like he's just a bad dude yeah and also. A bit weak in the movie, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, he's just fine. Yeah, Um, it's a lot more prevalent when, in like the last half, he like hooks up with Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, and like she's very good. Yeah, she's kind of just just, like okay. She's like bringing charisma and like likability, and you go, wow. And like very specific character things too, like the way she like deliver a thing that she thinks is funny and like hoping that he thinks is funny too and then he's like oh yeah (laughs) he's like yeah you're cool (laughs) which like i guess it kind of works because i can imagine that's how it would happen in real life (laughs) she's like this super interesting charismatic likable smart person yeah and then he's just like yeah i I play baseball (laughs) it's like (laughs) uh but i don't know yeah he's just fine yeah but I, like, I thought that every every other character was way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like really cool and really well acted too. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like, aside from like the coach, <laughs> I think he's yeah, probably the sure. worst performance in the movie. I mean, I don't even think the coach is a bad performance. He's it's not not really. Yeah, it's just like whatever what you would expect a coach to do. Yeah. But um, the one guy McReynolds, he played Superman on. Supergirl. yeah that's what i recognized mm-hmm. him from dude and then because this cast is like pretty big well it's a lot of you were like you're gonna recognize a lot of faces and i did but it's a lot of people who are like in a couple things well cause, it's not like any huge names not yet i think well that's what i'm saying because yeah. like a lot of these guys were kind of around the age that they're playing when they were playing them because mm-hmm. came out seven years ago mm-hmm Um, like Wyatt Russell and Glenn Powell, I think are 29 or just before or just after 30. Yeah. So they would be like early twenties when they were playing these characters. So like all these guys were very young when they were in this movie. Yeah. Honestly, Um, this is kind of like. I think it's what we talked about in that awkward moment way back when we did the Zach Efron comedy, because mm-hmm. we talked about how they're, they're, they don't really make movies where they're like, let's just get a bunch of like young up and coming like actors and actresses mm-hmm. and just put them in this movie without any like real huge names. Mm-hmm. And this is ki- this kind of felt like that. Where yeah, it, it's the like, movie cost ten million dollars. Pretty good. It's got like an ensemble cast of a bunch of young actors who like probably should be in other things, but are for some reason not. Yeah. Like, um, what's his name? I wrote all their a bunch of their names down. J. Quinton Johnson plays Dale or what's, Dale. Yeah. Dale. I think he's incredible. I, in this I movie. love. Him I haven't seen in him in anything yeah. else. Same. Um, I thought I recognized him, but like, I don't. I I can't he looks think recognizable. Of what Yeah. But like I cannot think of what he's in. (laughs) Yeah. Well then I looked a lot of these guys up and they're like in a couple small movies. Yeah. And then like obviously Wyatt Russell is like in Marvel now. Glenn Powell had Top Gun last year. Yeah. Um Tyler Hoechlin or whatever, however however you say his last name is like super has played Superman. Yeah. And Blake Jenner was like kind of on a good trajectory until like, you know, don't beat up your wife oh I didn't know that happened oh but, bl- oh, sorry I, I didn't realize you were talking about the guy that we were already talking about yeah I but just like, don't know his name a more. lot of these guys have gone to better stuff but I feel like literally every single one of these guys should be like a prominent character actor or just like yeah a lead in a couple things every once in a while yeah, But it's just, like, kind of the three guys that have made it big from the movie. And Zoe Deutsch, also, she was, like... She's done more things. Yeah. And all of her stuff, it, I think, is very interesting. But I feel like none of it's, like, broken big yet, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. She had that Not Okay movie that came out uh, last year. So she probably shouldn't do that for the audio. Last year, <laughs> a couple didn't. years ago. Yeah. Um, Where she, like... Her character fakes being at a terrorist attack in Paris. Interesting. Um, And she's also in Why Him, which I think I watched three times throughout my university experience. (laughs) Why? When I was living with the girls. It's fine. There's like. Oh, did they just really like it? I think so. Okay. That's Brian Cranston and James Franco, right? Okay. Um, And Zoe Deutsch. And, And Zoe Deutsch. Of course. Um, yeah, but I think I, the cast is just really entertaining. I also just feel like the movie balances each character really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like almost every character, maybe aside from, like, Coma and yeah. honestly the the southern guy that they call Buter. Buter? Billy like, Autry. Yeah, Billy Autry. Like, him and Coma are the two characters that I'm like, they didn't really get a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, we still get a decent amount yeah um and they have like their bit kind of thing yeah but like every other like player on the team th- i mean there's a couple times where they show the full team and there's some guys that i don't even recognize because yeah like the catcher when they're practicing the blonde yeah. catcher yeah not plumber and then there's like, there were i just yeah there were a couple other guys where i was just like yeah. they just haven't really focused on them at all mm-hmm. but like i don't know any of the names but uh the the young freshman who's like con- constantly smacking people's butts and puts his butt in Jake's face oh yeah i forget what his name is i'll i'll figure it out it's like hogan or something but he he was like maybe my favorite oh yeah <laughs> i just thought he was really funny cuz he he was kind of like innocent oh it's brumley brumley yeah he was kind of like innocent aloof guy i don't know Mm -hmm. i just thought he was really fun and like was like the kid of the group (laughs) and it it was really fun obviously the guy who is a raw dog oh yeah jay niles yeah he was he was great yeah he's good my favorite thing from him was when he uh (laughs) he's like kicking gloves and being like get the fuck out of my way (laughs) to the baseball gloves throws the pitch into uh, the parking lot when he throws the ball, in well, the when partner. he throws it and whoever hits it, oh, McReynolds, McReynolds hits he it, gets a dinger, and then late he's like very upset about it, and then later goes up to him, he's like, "Hey, uh... and you can tell he's yeah, you yeah. can tell he's about <laughs> to say something, and he's like, Shh. "Like he has to like," <laughs> it's so hard for him to say it, but he has to hype himself up, and he's like, that was a good hit, that was a good hit," and then he's like, "Thanks, man, we're good," <laughs> it's and he like, smacks him on the ass, yeah. Anyway, it's just a lot of like. Individual or like small group character moments that really make the movie, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And I think a lot of the like, all the, a lot of the performances feel natural. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I, I just don't think our main guy, Blake Jenner, feels very natural at all. Yeah, he's just fine. It yeah. just seems like a, he just boring he just seems to, like, like keep talking about him but like he just seems genuinely his char- he, he's the most he's just a boring guy he's yeah. just like the most boring one which i guess is why he's the main character yeah like you can't really follow like what wyatt russell willoughby willoughby i did really like him i said to you that he seems like if they did a big lebowski prequel <laughs> he would do a really good
1: he's probably just
0: like told to play lebowski play, yeah like lebowski I mean, I literally said that, and then, like, three seconds later, he's like, it doesn't even matter, man, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, he's that... He's smoking while playing pool with, like, a f- <laughs> big stupid hat. Yeah. Anyway, it, it, he he was really good. Um, but, I mean, they were all good. I just think the main guy, he just was kind of like... Like, what... Everybody has, like, a notable thing about their character. Mm-hmm. Like, the skinny guy with the mustache. Nesbit. Nesbit, He like he's constantly betting on things and <laughs> it's always a bad bet like he's like five bucks uh buter doesn't even doesn't ever come back and, and like glenn powell's like it's a bad bet. that's a bad bet he has man. to come back and get his stuff man like yeah just a, this is why you're losing money all the time and he's like fine i uh and then he's like a better bet would be to bet that like his girlfriend is related to him he's no like, his parents are related oh that his parents i think so oh okay and then he's like okay i'll then that bet then he's like okay i'll take that bet first cousins second cousins first cousins He's like that's a bad bet my guy (laughs) but i'll take it obviously i'll take that yeah and then when i keep forgetting the names when mick cumber what's the superman mick reynolds mick reynolds yeah when mick reynolds is like hitting baseballs with an axe oh yeah he's making a bet with him that he's not gonna hit them and he slices it right down the middle and then the guy's like mick reynolds is like hey if you want i'll like because i think he bet him 10 bucks so he's like i'll cut it in half like i'll go down to five bucks he's like no triple it (laughs) He's like that I'm going to hit this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm going to hit this for sure. Um anyway, it's just like every character has a thing like that where it's like it's not just they're not one note characters where they only have one thing, mm-hmm. but they they all have like very distinct different character traits that really like you don't really think any of them are bad guys. They're all kind of like douches. Yeah. But like none of them are like bad dudes. Yeah. Which yeah. I think helps the movie. Yeah. Because you kind of like all of them. Even the guy who's 30 and like pretending to be in college you never think is a bad guy. Yeah. Will he's it one be? of my favorite. He's one of the nicer guys. Um. The, c- the closest to like a bad guy is when um, McDaniels. McReynolds. McReynolds. McReynolds there we go. There it is. Uh, when he's playing Jake in ping pong and he just like flips his (laughs) shit about losing and whips a ping pong paddle at Jake's head. It's like, okay, a little bit of (laughs) anger issues there. Yeah. But, um, but then later, like at practice, he's like, he's like a pretty good, like captain leader role model. So, Mm. um, yeah, I kind of like them all. Yeah. And I think that's the the uh, the strength of the film. Mm-hmm. Um this movie also I think makes Blake Jenner's character Jake so um like plain cuz he I think the story is him kind of trying to figure out who he is, mm-hmm. right? So like he kind of spends a little time with each of the guys or like mm-hmm. sees a little something in each of the guys and takes a little bit where it's like with finn glenn powell's character he kind of like sees like oh you can like have this sort of outlook on the world where it's like not very serious and like all this stuff and like you can think intellectually about things and like but also just, just kind of like about adapt stuff. to your environment and yeah like... go with the flow it's you know yeah um with Wyatt Russell, it's, like, this new way of, like, thinking about the world and, like, the other things in the world and, like, how things affect each other. Even if they are, like, kind of stupid about, like, the Mayans being able to telepathically yeah. talk to each other. It's, like... But the, the like, meaning behind most of the stuff he's saying in that scene where it takes big bong rip mm-hmm. is, uh like, he's he's just saying, like, focus on like the beauties of life like Mm -hmm. really zone like zone in like he literally says tap in (laughs) uh and it's like yeah he gets a lesson and then that kind of comes back when he's like in the river with uh zoe deutsch Mm -hmm. and she's like isn't it like kind of beautiful how we can like have passions for things like we have the capacity to be passionate about things Mm -hmm. and like I mean, I get I say it comes back there. It's not like he's like, yeah, and then applies what he learned with Wyatt Russell there. He just kind of goes, "Yeah. I like you. I'm going I'm going a little bit. I'm going to kiss you." Um, and then with like Jake J Quentin Johnson's character, Wade. I don't think his name is Wade. I'm pretty sure it's Dale. Yep, it's Dale. Dale. Same name, dude. Sure Basically man. the exact same name. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's kind of this like figuring out your role and like what you kind of have to do to get a like not even ahead but like figure out how to like deal with these guys. Well, yeah, kind of like focus on yourself. Yeah, They're, like you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you can, like obviously, you can like depend on others and like have like. support group or whatever Mm -hmm. but like for the most part you're on your own yeah these people like most people don't care about whether you succeed or fail Mm -hmm. in fact some people want to see you fail yeah so just like figure it out on your own (laughs) yeah like you're on your own all you can do is figure it out Mm -hmm. so i think that's why he's so plain yeah and then there's also the thing where like he sees his old friend who's now a punk guy yeah and it's like oh you can just you can change what you are at any moment and become something else you don't have to like i'm not a baseball player for the rest of my life or whatever yeah um one thing i really liked about that was that they didn't play it like he was like embarrassed by his old friend or anything yeah or like he was like whoa sorry my friend's a little weird now and like have the other guys be like this guy's friend is weird like Mm -hmm. no he was like this is my old friend and i'm friends with this guy yeah and then um the one guy was uncomfortable but he was just uncomfortable with the setting well he's uncomfortable with everything yeah wanted to fall asleep i think oh yeah, yeah. yeah but like then uh uh top gun guy finn finn he's like Because he's the go with the flow guy, Mm -hmm. he's like also not judging Jake or his friend or like any of this. Like it was kind of nice to see that because I feel like most movies would play that as like, oh, this is look at this weird guy. Yeah, but it's played as like, like, oh, they get pulled into going to the house, not like, oh, you want some beers? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like. It it feels like most movies would play it like isn't it weird how this guy's a punk rock guy mm-hmm. and is different from when he was friends with Jake earlier in their lives? But it's like in this movie it's played like this guy went on a journey and found kind of a new identity that feels mm-hmm. more true to himself. Yeah. And like that's okay. And that should that doesn't change his relationship with others. Mm-hmm. And I really like it was that was kind of refreshing. Yeah. It's not like I don't know. It's not embarrassed. It's not like yeah something weird. It's just like oh, it's cool. Yeah, which is nice. Like I think the whole movie is about just like trying to figure out what you're gonna do and how to like figure out who you are when like the structure of high school and all the things that you have to do in that time or like might just end up doing kind of fall away and like. Now you're just in the world. So, like, yeah. what the fuck are you going to do now? Like, who are you? Yeah. Because, well, yeah, like, but- you can do all the same shit in high school, but, like, you kind of have to ask yourself why. Like. <laughs> Bless. Oh, oh. you okay? Dude, you're okay? Breathe, 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 breathe. Oh, and he's dr- he just pretended to. That fixed me. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Um, but, like, you got to, like, now because you have to consciously, like, do all these things and, like you're consciously getting dressed every day and like to do that what since you're outside of the house, like you don't have to dress a certain way to go to high school anymore. Like, why are you doing this shit? What are you doing? What do you want to do? Yeah. And I think that's just what the movie's about. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I like it so much. Cause it's like not about the partying aspect, even though it makes the partying look kind of fun Yeah. and like, but it's more about like, why they're going to the parties how they feel at the parties what are they getting out of it what is the goal and it's like how does it affect them and it's not about hooking up with girls yeah because all that like seems to come very easily like the objectives of the parties is not to hook up with people there's a lot of times where they'll just say that they hooked up with someone like later on you don't it's not, like, showing it. It's not very voyeuristic in that ter- in yeah. those terms. Like, there is some stuff where it is. There's, like, like one scene where they focus on yeah. that. Yeah, but then after that, it's just kind of, like, these guys are at parties, and what do the guys do at parties when they're, like, trying to talk to girls and, like, kind of suck at it a little bit or, like, yeah, well, it's mess like, with each other. It's, like, the first party, the disco one, is, like, very focused on, like, we are here to get girls, mm-hmm. and then they go to the country one, yeah, which is them kind of being, like, let's just, like, go to this environment we're not comfortable in and, like, see, so see how it goes. Viral. Yeah. And then they go to the punk rock one, and that's where Jake and um, Finn? Lumpy, Finn, Jake and Finn are just kind of like, let's just enjoy our... S-. Like, because Jake is kind of like, I feel like I'm having an identity crisis. We've d- been doing so many other things. And that's where Finn's like, does it matter? Like... Mm-hmm like it feels like they're talk they a lot of the time they're talking specifically about picking up girls but it's kind of like that's just the topic they're talking through to mm-hmm. talk more about like their subtext. identity yeah so like he's just like does it matter if we're having an identity crisis going all to all these different things just like have fun at each one mm-hmm. so then they like chug their beers scream pound their chests and start like moshing (laughs) and then later they go to the drama party and that one is more about like like more focused on like like at the all the other ones we see finn like picking up girls pretty easily Mm -hmm. then at this one we see him like kind of struggle and Mm -hmm. like we see a bit more insight into like his thought process We kind of see, like, all the other guys react to different... I don't know. I just feel like the parties are a way to, like... Because we see them so often just all the guys together. Mm -hmm. Like, whether it be at the house or practice or, like, driving around, whatever it is. It's a lot of the time just them. The parties are kind of, like, seeing these guys that we've now gotten to know out in the wild. Yeah. And, like, see how they react yeah and I think that's really interesting I guess yeah it's interesting to see like how they're they uh interface with the world mm-hmm. because they're so like specific and like kind of arrogant because they're like pretty much they say it a couple times in the movie but they're like the big dogs in campus like yeah it's I think it's just a very well portrayed version of like dudes who were like clearly insecure in a lot of ways but also like very secure in some other ways and trying to like figure that out at a very strange age yeah um it's like it's like how everybody has like their little insecurities and then even guys like finn finn is like very like a very naturally confident guy. Mm -hmm. But then at the drama party, we see that one of his insecurities is his confidence. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as he's like pulled out of this like mode that he's in Mm -hmm. that like works 99% of the time, as soon as he's pulled out, he's like incredibly frustrated (laughs) and like um, insecure about how he's like acting it's like we kind of see that with every character. Yeah. Um, even the ones that don't seem insecure. Like? Well, like Finn, that's why. Or McReynolds. Or McReynolds. Because he's super insecure about like losing, winning. And, yeah, losing. Yeah. Um, we said opposite things, but both are true. Yes, sir. That's right. Call A lot of sir. the scenes in this movie... <laughs> Shut up. Stop A lot of the scenes in this movie are just like dudes talking. Yeah which is also kind of a bit of a rare thing. Yeah. And they're just talking to each other also. Um, And it's all very like naturally done. Like there's a lot of long takes. Like when they, before the baseball practice, when they're doing the like thumb on the chest prank, that's all one shot. from when He walks in to like when they go to practice, which is kind of surprising. And then like a lot of the stuff with Zoe Deutsch and, um, Jake, like when they're walking, it's like one shot, which is a common thing that Link later does. Like in the before trilogy, there's a lot of like, it's Ethan Hawke and Julie Delphi just like talking about like their relationship. So like yeah. in the first one, they're like outside in Vienna and they're like talking and it's all this nice stuff. And then like, there's the ebbs and flows of their life together and if they're going to be together and all that stuff. Um, and Dazed and Confused has some similar stuff, but a little less because it's like kind of younger actors. But Boyhood has a lot of this like very natural, just like expressing how these people are living with like the minutia of it all. Yeah. Um, which I just think is like very nice but so hard to do and it's so impressive that he can do it this well. So well, so often. Yeah. Yeah. Because this movie is 2 hours long. Yeah. It's not like it's a 90-minute comedy, but like and and it, there's not really a lull or like a boring part mm-hmm. even though nothing really happens. Yeah. Which is pretty great. It's amazing. And it's just like I don't know. I've watched this twice in like the last week and both times I've really liked it and I wasn't bored during it. Yeah. And there's nothing that happens. Yeah. So like, I think it's just also interesting to watch the guys in the background too because like they're all, so all always on. So like in that thumb on the chest scene, like Jay Niles is like doing some weird stretches and like Mm -hmm. the other guys are like talking to each other and like making jokes and like there's just stuff happening yeah it's the same in the parties too well yeah i know i noticed it when wyatt russell and jake were playing pool and Mm -hmm. talking like i realized i was like oh wait there's like a bunch of the other guys just (laughs) in the background of this club and they're just like doing things all in character and it kind of just adds to it or like with the baseball act scene wyatt russell and jake are just like sitting in the van still yeah and they're just like reacting to the baseball thing, which is like, cool. Yeah, there's just like, it's so natural. There's so much going on, um, and I, th- I think they could kind of get away with it because it was so cheap. Like yeah. you have a couple clubs, a house, an old house, and then some stuff in the school and a baseball field. Yeah, there's not a ton of locations. Yeah, and Richard Linklater, I think, shot this in Texas. He's from Texas. He's very well-known in that scene. So, like, I'm sure he knows a lot of people who can, like, not do him favors, but, like, be like, oh, it's He's got ins. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the movie cost $10 million, made five. So, it's Oof. like... You know, I didn't see it, obviously. Me neither. We're both like 17 or 16 or whatever, but like not a lot of people saw this movie and not a lot of people I don't think have seen this movie because it's like, it's slow, it's a little strange, it's not like a sports movie even though I think that's kind of how they advertised it and like the trailer that they kind of play for it is very much plays it up as like a crazy sex comedy when it's like really not Not at all yeah um that was probably like an ex. this goes back to what we were talking about last week where executives don't know a single thing so they were probably like no one's gonna wanna see this movie unless they think it's like every other movie (laughs) yeah so um but I think it was Produced by the same producers that did Booksmart by Annapurna. Okay. Which I think is like, is it? I don't know if Brad Pitt's, someone famous is related to this, but I'm not smart enough to know. Um, but Annapurna has done like a lot of very interesting movies. Um, anyway. <sighs> so how are you feeling? Here's how I'm feeling. I'm just going to say a couple quotes from the movie I wrote down because they were good enough to write down. (laughs) Well, the first note I wrote down was that they kind of nailed the 90s movie look. Because, like, at the beginning I was like, oh, they've got, like, big goofy text font for, like, opening, like, credits and title screens. Which we talked about last week. I'm Mm. not really doing, like, opening credits anymore in movies. But they kind of did in this movie. This is said in 1980. Yeah. Mm, Okay. <clears throat> but, I mean, like, it's like a 90s movie. Sure. It's, like, edited and shot a lot of the time. Well, yeah. Like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not it's not edited and shot like a movie made in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, that makes but sense. But it looks as good as a movie made in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, which is pretty cool. I liked that. Um, f- <laughs> full Throttle to the Bottle was uh, a... <laughs> Something. What was that? When did they say that? It was. I keep forgetting his name. Like the the young guy, the young guy who hits butts, who hits butts. Oh, with with the really bad mustache they make fun of. Brumley. Brumley. It's because they're like goofing on him because he's like, is coach gonna know we drank? Oh yeah, in the bar. (laughs) Yeah, and then he's like, it's like, yeah. I mean, we're drinking. So, and he's like, oh, full throttle to the bottle. It's like, shut up. Yeah, that's good. Um, Which is, a, that's also a great introduction of those characters where, like, yeah. the way they, like, have him meet a couple of them. Kind of, like, the main guys on the team where it's, like, McReynolds and what's the other guy's name? Roper. Yeah. Um, And Finn and Willoughby and Dale. Those yeah. are, like, the main guys on the team. Yeah. I think they're all, like, upperclassmen. And then they go to bars. Eat and then the they rest. meet Nesbitt, Brumley, 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 Brumley and Coma. And it's just like nice. It's like very not sweaty also. Yeah. Whereas like another movie would be like very sweaty about being like I'm blind, Brumley, and this is what I do. Or yeah. like I'm Nesbitt and this is what I do. Like very or they, obviously. Or they do one where it's the like characters. these are the guys. This is Brumley, Nesbitt, Dale yeah and like they kind of do that but it's 30 minutes into the movie when the coach is like hey new guys introduce yourself even though they all already know each other yeah so it's like I don't know yeah but they do it a lot more naturally you kind of just like meet them in the way that he that jake would meet them and does meet them mm-hmm. rather than what most movies do you and i feel like just because you mentioned book smart earlier book smart does that as well where you kind of just meet them through the characters yeah rather than like i don't know doing some like introduction where it's like that's this guy he's like this instead they just show this person is like this and you also like know the characters by their character rather than like having them be introduced and it's like this is katana her soul steals swords i'd recommend you don't get on her bad side yeah like in suicide squad you yeah that? pretty good yeah it's, it's a, so good a great way to not have to write good characters is just to like tell you what the character is like yeah um but you instantly see like oh brumley's like kind of a little weirdo he's like a little kid yeah and then Nesbitt's, like, kind of this, like, minor psycho. But then you also, like, the first guy he sees is Jay Niles, who you're like, oh, that guy's, like, a major psycho. Like, he could be yeah. a serial killer, maybe. Well, he's the closest character to, like, one that is introduced in a regular way. <laughs> yeah. But they don't do it like, that's Jay Niles they're like um, he's like wacky it's literally just them like talking to him at the bar and he's just a freak and then he walks away and they're all like he's in he's insane right like it's not just me who they also he's mentioned like they talk about in that first bar scene where they're like jay not have you met jay niles yet and he's like no who's jay and he's like all he does is like talk about stats and like he'll apparently throws 95 or something yeah says he was a prospect but like they kind of lay that out and you're But it's, like, mysterious. You're like, who is that guy? And then 40 minutes in, you kind of meet him. Yeah. And it's like, were you drafted? And he's like, yeah, the Blue Jays wanted to pick me up, but Mm -hmm. I figured I'd go back to college. And you're like, oh, good choice. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, obviously not. He was not drafted. I got a stack of offers about, like, uh, this high. (laughs) I love that he readjusts his hand to be, like, accurate. Yeah. But, like, his big scene in the sound machine is just, like, great. That's the disco bar. Yeah, when he fights the bartender. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, did did this guy just put a lime in my screwdriver? You don't flick a lime in a screwdriver. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know. Like, again, I don't really know who that actor is. I haven't really seen him in anything. I don't think. Like... But he's just so good in this movie. He's so good. He's like at a 12 the whole time. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's really good. Um, Here's some more notes or some more quotes. Okay. Play like you've got some semen in your sack, bro. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Here's another one. Oh, yeah. This is one they're trying to to connect telepathically and Wyatt Russell is like, what am I thinking about? And Dale's like baseball. And then the other younger plumber. Yeah. He's like having a tail. And then Jake's like cereal and and Wyatt Russell's like, shit, I was thinking about sharks. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Just like all each thing that they each say kind of gives some insight into who they are, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Um, those are all the quotes I add, honestly. That and that's a bad bet, which we already <laughs> talked about. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, a couple, couple good things. And then I think we'll sort of put out the landing gear and start opening these flaps up. Sure, pal. <laughs> Remember up- to put a respirator on yourself before your child. Remember to... Not bring your kid on a fucking plane, <laughs> no matter how old they are. Pack them in a suitcase, put them in cargo. That's actually true. I would do that if I was, if I wasn't so big. Just give them an iPad. They'll and a little juice box, and they'll be fine. Have you seen Boyhood? Yeah. So Linklater, there was a quote where he's like, sees it as a spiritual sequel to Boyhood. As okay. Boyhood ends when a character goes to college, and mm. it starts when obviously the character gets to college yeah um and it's also like a bit of a spiritual sequel to dazed and confused which have you seen that no that's another one of that's another good one um but i just i don't know i thought that was so interesting that he was like yeah i kind of just want to like keep talking about this character like or a version of this character because the one in boyhood is like a lot more interested in art and stuff like that and it's just more interesting yeah well also they had like one Twenty years or ten years to figure out that character, so yeah. Hopefully, they would have. Has that has that guy acted in anything else since? Not that? really, Eller Coltrane. I mean, I guess it makes sense to be like, I kind of did this acting thing on and off for my entire upbringing. Yeah, I don't think he really has. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, "That was cool. I'm done though." So he's been in a couple things, okay, but nothing like really big um but he's richard linklater is doing another movie with that like sort of shot over time premise yeah with um let me look it up but i think beanie feldstein's in it okay um and i think it's supposed to be 20 years that they're shooting it over um merrily we roll along i think is what it's called let me see beanie feldstein paul mescal and ben platt okay um it's about like a broadway about a broadway composer who abandons his theater career in new york and all of his friends in order to produce movies in los angeles and i think they're shooting it over like 20 years oh cool which is kind when did they start (laughs) like a year or two ago Oh, so i don't i'm gonna forget about it intentionally (laughs) I can't be excited for something for 20 years. But he's also got another movie coming out called Hitman, starring uh, Glenn Powell and a woman named Ardra Arjona. Is it? Oh, she's in like... It's not based on... It's not Hitman, is it? Like the Hitman, no, right? Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. It follows Gary Johnson, a staff investigator who plays the role of a hitman to catch individuals ordering a hit. I don't know what that... It's not that's the same world as the Hitman's Bodyguard, right? No. Okay. Any more? The Hitman's Wife. What was the sequel? The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. No, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. I think. Um, I'm baffled they made a sequel to that. (laughs) It wasn't good. Um, (laughs) Nesbitt's also in this movie, the guy who plays Nesbitt. Oh, nice. So... Maybe he's good. But there's also a thing with like a lot of these guys where I don't think um, movies for like a lot of these actors is like being a movie star isn't the goal. Yeah. Because like Richard Linklater has made a couple really big movies, but it was never his goal kind of like Tarantino or it never, I should say, it never seemed to be his goal like Tarantino or, like, some of these other guys to be a superstar director. Yeah. Because he probably could have been, because he makes equally as good movies in general, Mm -hmm. but there's, like, a lot less fanfare because it's just kind of like, oh, I made this movie, like, whatever. Like, sort of like Robert Rodriguez, where he can make incredible movies, but also just kind of make fun stuff at the same time. Yeah. It does seem like he's a bit more, like sink himself into a movie and then be like all right next one mm-hmm. whereas like someone like tarantino is like i'm gonna take years <clears throat> to make sure that i'm crafting my rare my release is perfect yeah um like, which like there neither is wrong but um I'd, it is interesting. it's just like more interesting to have for me to have someone be like i'm gonna do this i'm also gonna do a rotoscope animation movie and then make another movie that's an action movie and yeah like i feel like if i were a filmmaker i'd be more along that line where it's mm. like all right time to do something different than that yeah B- kids movie with black jack black jack jack black black jack that's Luigi the jack huh luigi jack what is that on uh, the Nintendo DS version of Super Mario 64, you could go into the minigame versus mode and you could play Luigi Jack, which is Blackjack, but Luigi is the dealer. Or, or Bowser. What about him? Jack Black played Bowser. Oh, true. Peaches, 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 I think we're going to get copy in. Yeah, because I'm so accurate to his performance. That's what I was saying, so don't talk about it anymore. God, this thing should be fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then move on, brother. If you think that, <laughs> you're in control here, pal. Brother. <sighs> Which ball player do you think each of us are respectively i think that you're what is it jay triano what's his name jay niles jay niles is this honest no Let me i am a raw dog but... you are a raw dog but i don't think you're quite that <laughs> uh bat shit nuts i don't really have that kind of like amount of energy you know I-, I say we say who we think each other are on the count of 3. Wait, lem- I, I got to think, think for about a second. It. I got to think about think for it. A but I'm just saying we should do it on the count of 3. Okay. But and what, then since we talk over each other, we'll just tell each other after. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I just need to think a little more. Who would who would you be? Uh I think I know who. Honestly, you are. I think who No, I know who. Mm, ready? Mm, you count three two one brumley Nesbitt. i'm Nesbit. i think so because he's like a little unhinged but like it's mostly in like <laughs> it's mostly in kind of like a goofy way it's not <laughs> yeah. like in a genuinely insane way where like, jay niles is genuinely insane and like could probably end up killing a man by accident yeah Nesbit just likes to make fun of people a little more. And there are like a couple scenes with Nesbit where he's acting like a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I almost Wait, who did you say for me? Brumley. That makes me happy. I almost said Brumley and then I was like, I feel like he might say Brumley for me. <laughs> so then I did. Yeah, cuz you're just like, you know, you're just hanging out. Yeah. Just doing it. people's butts. Yeah. You like to be with the succumbing boys. Coming to peer pressure easily. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to impress the cool guy. Yeah. Oh, the cologne scene. Oh, that was good. Where he. <laughs> McReynolds, like, rubs it all over himself, gets it deep in his pits. And then Plummer, like, puts a little on his neck, and Reynolds is like, put it on. And then Brumley comes in with a beer. McReynolds takes the beer as he walks away and then Brumley puts cologne all over himself and on his dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he like pours it lightly on his fingers to put on his neck and then he just pours it in his pants. <laughs> Which is like now he's got a wet stain in his pants probably. Yeah. And it's probably going to like give him a chemical burn or something. And also, they're wearing like denim jeans. So yeah. like he's got he's really got to be accurate with that pour. Yeah. Um I th- I love the art direction in the movie mm-hmm. that house is very like specific in a lot of the right ways like i've yeah. been in a couple frat houses through my days and they all have like weird shit the walls are cracked <laughs> there's like a an outlet cover missing or like i mean the, the movie basically opens with jake getting to the house and being like what's this hose here <laughs> and it's because the other guys were Using the outside hose to put water in the tub to see how much they could fill it. There's always, like, a roof they can get onto easily, which is, like, the worst idea. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I kind of wish I got into a frat. Not that I ever tried. Yeah, same. But, like, also, I know I wouldn't have liked it. Same. It's one of those things with the kids' camp with Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Where it's, like... I kind of wish I went to a camp and was, like, really into it. But also, like, I know I wouldn't have been. been. Yeah. I I just... Well, here's the thing. There's potential that I would go to a frat house and be a part of it. And it would be, like... I'd get along great with all the guys and it would be a blast. But Mm -hmm. the likelihood is I get there and I think that they're all kind of pieces of shit. (laughs) They're all kind of disgusting and dirty and I hate living there. Well, because the movie does, in a way, kind of, like... I don't think whitewash is the right term, but like makes them a little bit better than most frat guys tend to be. Yeah. Whitewash is not the right term. Yeah. But it's like that similar thing of like, it kind of like sterilizes them that, or like yeah, cleans yeah, yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, especially in like the 80s, guys are probably a lot worse than they. Oh. I just knocked my mic down, but it's okay. It's still this guy here. loves ride in the edge. There we go. We're but good. like these guys are probably worse than they are in the movie. Yeah. But I'm glad that they're not. This movie isn't about them being pieces of shit. Well yeah. If there were if they were the closest to someone being a piece of shit is like I think it's probably Jay Niles starting the fight. Or no. I was gonna say there's one scene where they're at like a club. I forget this character's name but he was like he had dark long hair but he's not the one with the mustache okay and he 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 was the one that was like who told he's Jake like to get on hand. the mound at the at the practice where he was like jake you oh yeah they're like yeah what's his name I forget um his name. roper roper there's a scene in the club where like he is like could we get a couple drinks and then like a girl is like very like Floppily making out with his neck because she's very clearly drunk, and he's like, She definitely needs more. And I just like that's the closest to something like bad guy, where it's just like, okay, okay, guy. But like considering the movie is about an ensemble of frat baseball guys. In the 80s. That's a pretty good ratio. Yeah. (laughs) Of like, yeah. I like that they make them very clearly, like not great dudes but they're not bad guys Mm -hmm. you you still kind of want to root for all of them and i think it's also an interesting time period because we haven't talked a lot about the setting of it being like in texas in the 80s yeah where it's like down there it's not like how you think of it now Mm. back like because there was a lot of the like hippie kind of free love stuff going around especially in like austin which i think i don't know if they're like in austin or just around austin but like it was it's a much more liberal city in the state where it's like there's you don't think that there would be like extravagant theater parties yeah in a texas university in the 80s yeah but like it was a lot more liberal back then especially when you have college students who are like coming from different places too to like yeah try and express them, themselves or find a way to express themselves yeah there still still is only one black guy on the team yeah but i did i heard something about how like well, i'm pretty sure there was a second one but he was one of the guys at practice that i just did not recognize he just was not right was just like a random guy but I, I heard that it was because, like, Richard Linklater had a black friend when he was growing up in Texas. So a lot of his movies just have, like, a black friend in the friend group. Yeah. I think it's just, like, a funny detail to be, like, <laughs> it's like a shout out to that one guy. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of like, we've talked about this before, it's like finding a weird balance between, like, um, having a diverse cast in a movie or a show While also like if you're doing like if the film or TV show is taking place at a certain time period, oh, like like a certain or in a certain place, yeah, like '80s Texas definitely doesn't have a lot of black people, probably, especially at like a university. That has one of the best baseball teams, which is, like, a pretty expensive sport to play. Yeah. Like. But, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's it's finding a balance because, like, there is a certain point where it's, like, does it really matter what the accuracy is? Just, like, make the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, But then also, like, I, I think with this movie, it's fine. Like, it makes sense that it's just a bunch of kind of weird white guys in this baseball team <laughs> frat house mm. and then and it's like n- never really like they never no, bring it up a, either it's not about that at all no it's about like dudes yeah and like dudes connecting and yeah like, which i really the like lot yeah you love it when it, things are about men i like it when things are about dudes connecting you likey music yeah the music's good yeah. i didn't like specifically notice it really oh okay interesting I think it's got a pretty great soundtrack. Yeah, it's pretty good, just you know, playing the hits, like Cotton Eye Joe. That your favorite? Yeah, man, Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Nice. Um, I think we're getting around to that time of the day. I think it is that time where Adam we got a can you not cut me off, or I'm gonna rip your socks off? Okay, go one more time, but it better be fast. I think we're getting around to that. I'm putting Adam Driver in the J, uh, the J, Jay Niles. Jay Niles' role. You have not remembered one of their names no. the entire time. Not a single time, except Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to put Adam Driver in the Jay Niles role, not because the Jay Niles role needs a recast, but just because, honestly, it's purely off of when he's getting ready to throw pitches at the batting practice. Just <laughs> the he's way like, he's standing, I'm like, Adam Driver could do that. With with his like hands together, like fully straight, perfect posture kind of thing on the mound? Yeah. You should say it into the mic, probably. Not be such a fucking scumbag. What are your thoughts? I think that's a good one. I think... Hmm. I think there's something interesting with him being like... Hmm. 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 I could see him doing a different kind of Finn. Yeah. Or like... A different kind of Willoughby. Yeah. Um... But I think Jay Niles is probably the right role for him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Where would you rank this little dirty little sucker? That's a good question, Calder. Let me just bring the list up so I can look at it. You've never been prepared once for this show. I dropped something. You've never prepared a single time for this show. What did you drop? Just a little thing. What, did you bite your nail? No, it's a little cover. It's like a little rubber thing that yeah, I like to play little, with in my hand. It's a little condom. Not a condom. It's a tiny little condom. Um, tiny little baby little condom. Where would I put it? Tiny little baby condom. My I mean, judging by the fact that you said it's in your top 20 movies of all time, I'm guessing that it's at least in the top 15 on this list for you. At the very least. At the very least. He <laughs> called us pointing a finger gun at me, but with two fingers, so you know it's like he's threatening to shoot me. Not, when I was holding up three fingers. I think that's more like that. Looks like some weird alien. You're an alien. Um, my my gut thought is that I want to put it like. In and around. That was me loading my gun, by the way. John Wick, Alita Battle Angel, Scream Area. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is this is, does this upset you? <laughs> I don't know if it upsets me as as much as I like how twenty-five minutes ago you said we gotta f- wrap this up, and you've been talking at the speed of a tortoise. It's hard to really get a word in edge wise. That's that's so incorrect. I said, "What do you think?" And you went, "Um, well, I guess." I don't think it's unreasonable to put it at number one, but I feel like we're far away. (laughs) You really want to put it at number one? No. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Because, like, here's the thing. I'm willing to put it up higher. It's just, like, for my personal, I'm I kind of like it more than silence. That's fair. That's fair. I understand that. So, like, I think between the Psy and the Shiv between silence and shiva baby yeah, so at 11. 11 keep it out of the top 10 Actually, so you don't you know have to what? call your I'm, mom would you be okay with putting it right below silence since I put it so low yeah I guess so you know life's about finding a new way around the same old shit and that's what I'm doing this time Adam's giving me the same old shit <laughs> dude you said where you wanted to put it, and I said where so much more below. I made you drop it one spot, and you're being a big old Adam, whiny. I don't think you understand. Life's about finding a new way around the same old shit. Sure. <laughs> if you say so. You know, you-, you know. Uh, we're wrapping it up, so I don't know why you keep trying to talk to me, you fucking prick. I was tr- I was trying to wrap it you're up. You're such a prick, is what I was- man. Say it one more time. You're a prick. Say it with more aggression. You're such a prick. One more time, add a couple like descriptors in there. You're such a smelly, disgusting, <laughs> rot-covered, well, prick. Thanks. Anyway, I'm trying to finish the fucking episode, man. We ranked it at 12. On the list, under silence, above marriage story. That's wow. where we put everybody wants. Forgot some. the two exclamation marks. I'll put them on. I put them on. I put them on. Don't oh, put them and on. Now there's put four. On. Now there's three. Yeah, you fucked it up. There we go. I fixed it. Um. Next week's episode mm-hmm. is about the original Karate Kid. Yeah. The, the one, one we should say the theme for next month. That is true. Is we're doing remakes, so we're. Calder and I each chose a movie that has an original, an and original a remake. and a remake. Um, so I chose Karate Kid because I've actually never seen the first Karate Kid in my life. The one where... I've seen the Jaden Smith Jackie Chan one about five times. That's a little psychotic. Yeah. Um, we're going to get in the Ralph Machio verse. We're going to get machio We're going to get machio Um, uh, so we're going to do the first Karate Kid and then we're going to do the, the f- first Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. So was the first one called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The second one was called Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Um, I don't know. One of them was called Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, but I can't remember which one. Well, let's see. 20 not 2021 ah wonka ah, get out of here timmy get out of here timmy charlie chocolate and the, no they're both charlie chocolate from really? chocolate factory I could or charlie sw- and the chocolate factory not charlie chocolate i could have sworn one one of them was called willy oh, wonka and the, the first one's willy wonka and the chocolate factory that's what i thought okay oh yeah so, interesting thing about the first one not very close to the book that's what I, I, i've heard that um, anyway you're really dragging this episode not on, really at man. all I'm trying to get out of here so uh, next week is Karate Kid uh, the original then we're doing the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory then the new Karate Kid and <laughs> the Jaden Smith one the Jaden Smith one not, and then, Cobra Kai. not Cobra Kai and then we're doing the Johnny Depp Charlie and the Chocolate Factory so yes. that's it uh you wanna wrap us up here? Everybody wants some, but does everybody need some? Hi, I'm Caldera Miss Wood. I don't know what that was. Thanks for listening. If you like it, I don't know, watch the movie and Follow us. Bye. How do I end it?